0: What's up, what's up? This is Millionaire, and this is another episode of Who Are You? And I just want to touch on this This thing's going to be all about Bob Lazar. I told you I'd be back, and I'm back. Just got done watching Secure Team's* 10's uh, good interview, and yes, very good interview. I wish there was more information in it, but of course, you got to watch the movie. Uh, the movie is called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. I believe it is out now On iTunes, whichever platform you choose to go watch it on With bonus material It's like two hours worth of uh, bonus material, I think Which is a lot So you got a lot of bang for your buck um, First thing I want to touch on Let's see I got a lot of notes here, fellas And ladies um, the, the director We're not. I'm not going to touch on um, Him that much he has an independent film, solely independent, only all his money. He worked very hard for it. And basically this all started in 1989 where Bob Lazar was able to, came out and spoke about, Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar and George Knapp uh, talked about the gravity propulsion system. He was talking to George Knapp about it. He worked at S4 and there were nine alien crafts when he were there conditions, they were brand in brand new condition, basically unharmed, unscathed, untouched. They didn't know how they got there, you know, they didn't know if they were gifted or anything, everything was very compartmentalized. They only talked to the actual co-workers that worked on these projects. So each, each um there was uh, 20, I, think, I believe it was 20 or 22, how many people? 22 people had clearance that he knows of, he knew every one of their names. Um, uh, the director claims he received no resistance in this While making this movie um, Bob Lazar received resistance uh, Before he actually came out And um, to this day He um, he defends himself He goes through his uh, You know his situations You know here and there He's been harassed There's been uh, times where He's come Like him and his family Like they couldn't To protect himself He came out in the open in 1989 because they were threatening him he was threatened if he came out about s4 he would be killed has been shot at uh, and so he came forward to protect himself because if they killed him the info would be deemed true so they harassed his family and his friends around him they would go out to eat and drinks and come out in vehicle and, their, and his vehicle had been ransacked doors windows trunks all open stuff like that like you know when some opinion house. you know how like the fbi cia government people they do you know like they don't hide that They're there. Sometimes they just let you know we're here. And so they basically try to destroy the lives around him because they can destroy him. Um, so information that's all that's in this film is all brand new information. is not from what Bob has said before or Mr. Lazar. Uh, there were nine crafts in total. Uh, one of the crafts it was the only one that looked a little like a little off because they fired a projectile at it just to see if it can be penetrated. He worked for the US Department of Naval Intelligence, uh, Majestic 12, ID number MAJ E6722 MAJ. Well, the MAJ is not before that, it's just E6722 MAJ. Um, basically, they were trying, he was basically, they were all trying to figure out how to reverse engineer these crafts. Now, the real fun part they say that, uh this happened like 30 years ago, obviously, but, okay, they didn't know where it came from, but he ran into a brief, he ran into a couple briefs he's seen, cause there's little short briefs, like two, three page briefs, about what the others are working on on the project, right? And so, in the briefing, they claim that the nine craft came from the, the uh, star system of Zeta Reticuli, it's a binary star system and it's only visible from the southern hemisphere that there, by design there's three levels to it he only knows about the the main level and the sub level he knows there's a reactor in the center of the craft there are three seats there are several levels in the class so he said that so the sub level has three gravity emitters that look like fifty five gallon drums on top of another like. It look like a pipe—a pipe that bends 360 degrees above them, and uh, I mean above them are gravity amps, and a reactor in the middle produces the energy, as well as base gravity waves. The gra- you know, you gotta shorten up some of the stuff. They speak fast. Gravity waves. The gravity emitters can be swung in any direction to create distortion in gravity. There's no wiring whatsoever. And their power output was equivalent to a couple nuclear power plants. There was no excess heat produced. And at that time, don't, don't know what to say now, but at that time we had no technology or anything that could even handle such a thing. It didn't exist. Element 115 is something that was discovered then with these crafts. And ever since then, we've been working on that. It's on our elemental chart as well uh uh-huh. here's some more, got some more notes. <sighs> Robert Lazar worked at Los Alamos National Lab, U.S. Department of Energy. Zia company, ZIA company. Uh, he read in one of the briefings that there was biological beings in the craft. Of uh, Some of the crashed crafts that he knows of, like Roswell, stuff like that. And there was a... The, we read in the briefing it was this, there was photographs of central um, I mean of the chest being open on one of them because there's a there's a conspiracy out there that these grays are just robotic like you know androids you know just basically remotely controlled beings like they, they're saying that the grays are actually very tall like eight foot they're not um they're not small like we think those are just the droids that's what they're trying to say. He did Bob Lazar did not say that. I repeat he did not say that. Um he's saying uh what did it say? Also, uh he read he basically in the craft that they have one central organ that has multiple functions. Basically, when the chest was open. That's where they came to the conclusion of in the briefing. Um, element one fifteen was synthesized recently. Recently, and it can and they cannot discount a stabilized form. 22 people had clearance for that, so he knew about the flight test and stuff like that, and the location. So they polygraph tested him um, about these about these um his claims, and he aced all four polygraph tests. Now back then, that was the way to find out the truth. There's not no truth serum. Back then, that was the way to find out the truth. There is a uh, a documentary on Netflix that talks about um how the CIA did test on people and one man killed himself jumping out of a window because um, he was high on what they tested. What they were testing them with, I do not recall. So um, go check it out, I forgot the name of it, but uh, he aced those four tests. So he knew when the crafts would be tested and he took people and showed people the crafts. Basically they camped out by the side of the highway or near the desert and they camped out by there and they and he knew that every wednesday night that's when they had a the flight test they scheduled them that time because they knew traffic wise there wasn't any planes in the area and they weren't there wasn't any um, much traffic at that time that was the lowest amount of traffic at that time so and he took footage of the test the test will be in the film um they come to find out we couldn't duplicate any material we didn't we had no ways to store and transmit the levels of energy that was being transmitted also testing now in Southwest. We're also doing testing now where we did nuclear testing and stuff like that. Now in the Southwest Pacific, um, they always wanted to do. From uh, what he said in there is that we they they always wanted to take everything out of the U.S. You know, stop testing and doing stuff around the U.S. because they didn't want to be seen and trying to do things in private. So Southwest Pacific, as you can see, it was a lot to travel. That is one of the problems. Sorry for the interruption. Mm-hmm. When there was a lot of uh, problems with traffic and stuff like that. Um, so, that being said, we couldn't duplicate the materials. So, also, there's been programs and stuff like that that have been uh, introduced due to like just as react as a reactionary programs so, for military sightings because so the U.S. UFO program is a, is called Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. A tip, double A, A A T I P, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Do not believe me, go look it up. So, reactionary program to military sightings, fighter pilots stories, and commander favors has been uh, a big story. Go check him out. Everything I'm saying to you is what I've taken notes for. these, are all, these claims are all came from 1989 I mean Bob Lazar when he came out the film has been released December 3rd once again the film is all new information nothing rehearsed nothing rehashed all official don't reason why it took so long for this film to come out now is because Bob Lazar finally allowed people to actually record him saying it. and um, everything is all credible all sourced all the info is all real and uh, the, they wanted to let you make sure that you knew that the government lied about Project Blue Book being uh, being closed. They've been going and going and going, and they have never stopped. And Ralazzar talked to- of claims where people are wondering if they really actually, you know, um, Ralazzar uh, was saying that he doesn't know if he hasn't seen any craft recently or anything type like over the years and he's he's telling you that he doesn't know if they're actually using he only knows what he knows he doesn't know if the military is actually using these craft or this technology from the crafts or anything he's worked on in 30 years the guys are using the craft uh for military purposes etc etc he doesn't know anything about it. like i said compartmentalized all he knows is what he worked on and what he's done he doesn't know anything else and he wants the world to know that you know he has he does have a conspiracy theory about it where he thinks that you know it could be possibly true because space-time he broke down space-time but I'm not going into that you can research it yourself because at the end of the day all I know is that the space-time is is something that's different basically like what we've been saying about bending time that's what they do with their technology that they have they just take giant leaps so they asked the question about there being restrooms and stuff like that, and he he explains that he doesn't know 100%, and he could honestly say that most likely they probably didn't need it. He doesn't know if they use restrooms or not, but he doesn't he doesn't know if they actually need it because it's not a long trip for them. Like it's milliseconds of time. They just basically it's like damn near teleporting, but they just learn how like they bent time. So basically they. He's saying he did, you know, recite something that I heard before where they're saying like South Park touched on it too, you know, conspiracy that uh, they're actually, they could actually just be future human beings coming back to, you know, see a checkup on us, see how we're doing. Like, because you understand uh, theory of relativity, you understand that, you know, and like Interstellar and stuff like that was touching on it where, you know, you go to certain places. Like, here's an example. An interstellar, perfect example. They sent people out through this wormhole, and they had found they found these planets and stuff like that that they can uh, that could be inhabitable. Now, the one woman wanted to find her husband boyfriend, whatever he was. She's in love with the guy. She wanted to find him. So, by the time she got there, but the, it, it was years in between. By the time they got there. Uh, come to find out, he died moments before they got there, because on that planet, there was a revolving wave that went around the planet, Tsunami, that basically took out everything. So he was there, and the Tsunami hit. You know, like, he died moments before they got there. Now, I would think that we had technology to, resuscita- to resuscitate them, you know. Resuscitate him, but it is what it is. You know, I feel like she could've brought him on, the, on onto the, you know, brought him back to the shit, and they could've brought him back to life, you know. But... I didn't write the script, but that's a theory of, uh, relativity, that we can go to another, um, when gravity's different, it's a different construct of time, and we can go to somewhere else, go to another planet, and time passes by differently there, just like in space, um, so, we age, we age, you can go somewhere, and it could be 30 years there, and it could be 30 minutes here, so, um, let's just say uh there was a there was a problem with uh let's see mike digpen mike digpen um they were investigating him at one time because or trying to, trying to find out if he was doing fraud because he he did the background check for robert lazar and he worked for the ofi which is the office of federal investigation and the agency does background checks and they would do a background check on him and because he did a background check they thought that he was like an FBI agent or something like that trying to yada 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 and it wasn't true at all. So, um, at the end of the day, uh, if you guys get an opportunity, go check out uh, the Zeta star system. Um, if you want to see where most likely, if this is true, that's where our future, that's where our future civilization is. That's where possibly we have gone. In the future, where we end up, we won't know until we catch up, you know. And um, basically, if time is what it is, and we have our time block, and we, we're alive for that time period, and we're gone. You know what I mean? It's like you need this, we need this. We need we want answers. Like we want to know what's after death. We want to know all of these things, and you can't you can't get them all in one place. You know, only God knows. And if I there are, like, conspiracies out there that, you know, like, uh, the information is trash, with the, tr- transferred through these, uh, these beings, you know, they, these beings that we were coming into because there is a, uh, it's not a real, it's not a book that's out there for us to read publicly. I mean, there are books out there, but there's not actual documentation that we can publicly read of all the species that they, they've encountered, you know, so, by conspiracy. It's alleged. Honestly, but the Majestic 12 did exist, the Majestic 12 was, um, sanctioned, and uh, was, it was technically above government, above everybody else, they worked independently, and they did their own thing, and the military at one time, in the present, I believe, was, um, I forgot who it was, it wasn't Kennedy, I forgot who it was, Truman, I think it was, threatened them that he would send the military down there to shut them down, Area 51, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, if he didn't get answers about certain things, and he got his way. So, we I, I can say from certain things in the notes, I can touch on certain notes, uh, firing a projectile, we couldn't penetrate it. You know, it's it said everything about the craft is smooth. Every, there's no edges, there's no corners, there's no um, right angles, none of that stuff. It's all smooth curves. Uh, they don't know if it was metallic, he didn't know if it was metallic or not, or ceramic or stuff like that, it was future technology. It was, technolo- it was more advanced, not future, it was advanced. They didn't know what it was made of. All he knows is by touch, it was cold. So. That's all, I, that's all I know so far. And I told you I would come back and give you some information. And you got it. You got all the information that I had. That I, you know what I mean? So. I will be looking into the, um. I will be looking into this stuff. So. Thank you once again for listening to Who Are You, a millionaire, and it's great to be at service for you. Have a good day.